Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I fucking hate when you get cucked by a sneeze. <laughs> I made a detour out of the game when I was hustling crack. Made a couple of dollars, made a little bit of change, never looked back. You can find me at the shooting range practicing busting gaps. Want a vocal booth in this studio, busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off Carlos Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti, Lottie Dotty. She like the party off Molly Bacardi, let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, Fody Water. Well, you about to be, I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, you'll pay me no attention. That's how that, I'm That has to be the intro. I fucking hate when you keep paying guys. Welcome to Billy Up. <laughs> I might just do it, like, the very first thing you hear. I just, I fucking hate when you get cucked by a sneeze. Intro music. Yes. And then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Ah. <laughs> uh. We're off to a great start, Kieran, after taking a week off. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the tailgate. Uh, we took a week off last week, which might be weird uh, in the middle of bowl season, the start of bowl season, but fuck you, it was Christmas, so we took a day off. Get off our backs. Uh, I'm here with Kieran. Kieran, how you doing, bud? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. How about you? No COVID, so that's good. I don't have COVID, but getting fucking cucked by this sneeze still. I hate it. <laughs> The worst. Uh, if Karen and I sound distracted at any point, it's because we both have the cheese it Bowl on in the background. Yeah, we'll be live reacting to it if something happens. True. Brock Purdy still fucking sucks at the game of football, if anyone was curious. Um, so yeah, so we have some bowl reactions to get to. We oh, have... it's gone wide right. Okay, I'm on a delay, <laughs> I guess, still. So. I fucking hate stream. No, it's fine. It's fine. I don't blame you. I hate streaming services. I'm on one right now. What are you on? Xfinity. Okay, but that's backed by like a cable company. I'm on Fubo. Oh, that's your own fault. Well, we had YouTube TV, but they got rid of Nesson, and my dad was like, I need Nesson to watch the Bruins games. Yeah. Which I was didn't love because I hate the UI on Fubo we're talking our way out of a sponsorship if that ever happens but i fucking hate the ui on fubo but then youtube tv got rid of espn the sec network and a bunch of those so 
I'm happy with Fubo now because I can still watch SEC football next year. YouTube TV is going to lose so much money. Yeah, I know. Anyway, moving on to the real stuff. Um, the real stuff, like the Cold War. So, in all seriousness, though, it's bowl season as my eyes are glued to my fucking TV. So, uh, it's bowl season. However, we're not. it's not as bowly as we would like. Because bowl games are getting fucking canceled left and right. And I think one bowl game was canceled with like five hours notice. Yeah, UCLA versus NC State. The, yeah. Uh, UCLA uh, either got tested the day of and I think it was five players. A bunch. Of, I, I don't know the exact number of players, but I think five members, uh, players and staff uh, tested positive and like that was past the threshold or something. Um, and they just decided, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna participate, which sucks because it was in San Diego, NC state players flew all the way out there. Right. And then, you know, they're ready to go. You've got a few hours before kickoff. Oh, guess what guys? We're not playing this bowl game. Yeah. That's like, it. and that's the end of it. That, 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 like there was no fucking give them the win. I don't know. Like I, for UCLA, they're they're just that's like what a two three hour drive, maybe. And, but yeah, NC State flew all the way across the country. I'm looking up right now how long of a drive that is. From NC from North Carolina? No, from uh, oh, oh, oh. LA to San Diego, and. The San Diego, no, not the San Diego Freeway. I don't <laughs> care about that. It is, it is a two and a half hour drive. Like, I feel so bad for NC State. Fuck UCLA. And um, BC's bowl game got canceled too. The military yeah. bowl. We were already in DC. Yeah. When it got canceled. Which That's is just, arguably not as bad as going across country to do it. No, it's not as bad. bad, but it sucks. Like, these guys are traveling. Because also, I'm sure it's not really an issue for BC. Boston College has a lot of money. At least I would hope so, because their tuition is like $60,000 a year. But if it was a smaller school, they're not making that a flight. They're going to drive that. Right. So I I feel so bad for some of these teams. Uh, also, the uh, Fenway Bowl got yeah. pushed back again. I'm pissed. When when is that now? Well, it got canceled entirely. I misspoke. It was supposed to start last year, and then it was canceled because of COVID. And it was supposed to start this year, and then I think Virginia or SMU, one of those two, I, had a. I think it was SMU. Yeah. Okay, so it just sucks. Yeah, I, I, hate this. I, I I especially feel. Right, I know we're going to say, oh, I feel bad for these guys, feel bad for these guys, and I totally understand it. I, I feel awful for NC State. But I I have to, you know, pour one out for the boys on this one because Boston College has had a five-year bowl slump. They, uh, back in 2017, they lost to the Iowa Hawkeyes. Uh, they came up short, you know, it was only 27-20. Then the next year, they had the Surf Pro First Responder Bowl, uh, which they lost in the end. 
2019, which was, where is it? This Cincinnati Bearcats uh, beat them handily. 2020, they were one of the first teams to cancel uh, because of COVID. Uh, or like they couldn't participate, whatever, because of COVID. And then again, because of COVID. And you're just thinking like, for all these kids, right? That Some of these players have been there all four years and have never gone to a bowl game. Just, or have, and then lost one. Like that must suck for those kids because all you think about, you know, growing up or whatever was making a bowl game or at least participating in a bowl game. You know, whether you win or lose is neither here nor there, but uh, just back to back to back to back to back shit shows for Boston College. So hopefully, hopefully they'll have a good season next year and actually part, get to participate in the bowl game. So, but we'll see. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> BC, I don't want to just say it's an easy win because the team they're playing had a better record than them, but. A 7-5 and five Eastern Carolina team isn't exactly terrifying. I would have expected that game to be very close if BC was going to lose at all. But I doubt they were going to lose. Also, BC season, they had a really good start to the season. Right. I was like, guys, BC's 4-0. Like, they started out hot. And I was like, this, this is promising. This is promising. Now, they let me down. Uh, I, I think the game that you went to, that, that was their second loss or first loss or something like that. And I go, oh, was, Kevin, Kevin's blown it. <laughs> that was their second loss. However, their oh, first yes. loss was against Clemson, and they only lost by six. That's right. That's right. And then they lose by 26 to NC State at home, and it was a close game in the first half. Yeah. I think at halftime, going into halftime, it was like 10 to 7, 14 to 7, something like that. And then NC State remembered how to play football. <laughs> and then remembered how to play football so well that they got to fly out to San Diego and then be cucked by uh, not just the sneeze, Kevin, but <laughs> also a whole team. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some people would say COVID is just a bad case of the sniffles, so not me, but <laughs> some would. Some, some would. <laughs> uh, you know who I feel bad for also? I, I didn't see the player's name, but... Uh, Shane Beamer, head coach of the Gamecocks, said there were a few positive cases, no symptoms. One player who tested positive is a walk-on senior who had no symptoms but was told his career was over and he had to drive back home. Ladies and gentlemen, this will be the most depressing podcast, hopefully the most depressing podcast we do all year. Because this is no, nothing think... to do about bowl season anymore. This is just about the sob stories from bowl season. I, I think uh, our 18th episode, CFB Sad Boy Hours, when Penn State and Adam or Penn State and Alabama both lost in the same weekend. I think that was our most depressing. Okay, second most depressing. <laughs> okay, fair. But outside of the cancellations, have you been enjoying bowl season? I haven't been able to watch as much as I would like. Yeah, Kevin and I got real jobs. Um, I I've been I've been watching them intermittently, uh, and I've I've watched as many as I could. And, and there's some I just couldn't you know couldn't get to for work or whatever. You know, I'm not I'm not watching a oh what was the game at like eleven o'clock on Tuesday or something like that. I'm like I'm not watching that game. 
Uh, I've forgotten who's playing. But anyway. Uh, Houston and Auburn. Uh, no. I'm thinking of the wrong team then. I did watch that game on the on the sly on my phone. But <laughs> I, the point is, like, I haven't been watching all that all that many. Uh, but I haven't been particularly like amazed by anything. Uh, actually, I, I actually have to stand corrected because today I watched uh, Maryland absolutely annihilate the Virginia Tech Ogies, and I was like, holy shit! what the, they're both six and six and i just watched an 11 and one team play a two and three team is what i just witnessed i don't know what happened there but it was it was 52 to 7 or something like that it was a ridiculous scoreline yeah 54 yeah. to 10 54 to 10 excuse me um god that that was a low-key fun game to watch i mean Didn't just, virginia tech play with the yankee logo on yeah it was uh one side is virginia tech the other side was the Yankees. That's why. We all know the Yankees can't come up big in the playoffs. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> so, yeah, for how weird of a season it's been, I, I'm a little disappointed that bowl season isn't as isn't as wacky as the rest of the year we've had. Right. right. Uh, the the um, military – no, the Armed Forces Bowl was uh, Army versus Mizzou. That was fun. That yes. last, last yeah. drive by Army was yeah. electric. I love that, but and, and great for Army too. Like winning a bowl game, solid season. I mean, I know lost the uh, Army Navy game, but like that's 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 a respectable respectable uh, uh, season for them. Yeah, and I mean they they used to not go to bowl games. I didn't know this uh, in their history. They used to just not go to bowl games, hmm. regardless of their record. Uh, my boss went to West Point, or my the CEO of my company went to West Point. He told me that, but this is like their fifth bowl appearance, which is more than the rest of their history combined. Wow, that's nuts! All under the same coach, too. Oh, well, which, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, I I love their coach too. I'm drawing a blank on his name. Why that? That's not good. <laughs> yeah, you got to impress your impress your boss, Jeff Munkin. That's it. Okay. I was going to say Jeff Halfley, but that's just because I was reading BC's uh, season summary real quick. Yeah. I knew it was Jeff, though. Can but... we also take a moment uh, to appreciate Air Force's season this year? Like, they they uh, beat Louisville in the uh, Serve Pro First Responders Bowl, maybe? Uh, it's one of those bowls. Anyway, uh, they, they beat uh, Louisville. Uh, at, at least for the first three quarters, quite handily, Louisville did come back uh, towards the end. But they had, I think their record was ten and three. Like, yeah, that that's out of nowhere. Like, we I know we don't pay attention to the uh, to the uh, academies that much on this on this show, except for you know Army Navy uh, at the end of the season. But like, ten and three record. That like, holy shit, where did they come from? <laughs> Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's never been easier to communicate with people. 
but it's never been harder to know which platform you're supposed to communicate on. Here's a simpler solution. With call, meet, and message all in one app, Ring Central makes communication easy. With all that connectivity in the palm of your hand, you can work from anywhere with anyone at any time and never miss a beat. Because when it comes to communication, simple is better. Learn more at ringcentral.com. Ring Central, simpler communications. Well done, Air Force. I, I think Air Force out of the service academies is always kind of viewed as the little brother. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Just because it, it was always Army, Navy, Air Force, as our guest from two weeks ago, Pat, will tell you, the Air Force used to be part of the Army and then split off, so they got their service academy later. So it was always viewed as the little brother, so it's nice to see them have this really good season, even though it did get lost in the shuffle of Navy having a good year, Army trying to recapture the Commander-in-Chief's trophy. But no, uh, props to Air Force. I'm glad you brought that up because I didn't even think of that. Yeah. <laughs> there is one thing I want to talk about this bowl season, though. Yeah. The SEC is 0-4. Ah, yes. Here we go. <laughs> the The SEC is 0-4. I, it's basically the SEC B teams that are playing so far. First off, I, I just want to get that out of the way. Like, oh, six and six Army. I think like seven and five Florida. Uh, Auburn. And Mizzou, what's the fourth one? I forget the fourth one. Oh, Mississippi State lost to Texas Tech. Yeah. Like, that's the B team. Yeah, that's the B squad of the SEC, though. Florida most years is a little bit more competitive, but for this year, it's the B squad. Keep telling yourself that, Kevin. They're not even the best teams of their own state. I'm. I would not be surprised if the Missouri State Brown Bears, whatever that team is, could beat Mizzou. First off, second of all, Ole Miss is better than Mississippi State, and Alabama's way better than Auburn. And Florida's the only outlier, but even then, UCF is apparently better than them. But there is one thing I want to point out. Since 2010, the SEC is 71-48 and 48 in bowl games, including this year. If they lost 17 straight, they would fall to second place out of the Power 5 conference in bowl wins and bowl record. Well, okay, yeah. When you have Alabama as your preeminent winner... Of course, that's going to make like Kevin. That but is, Alabama, at most, Alabama couldn't win seventeen bowl games in that amount of time. No, I'm just saying. If okay, Nick Saban's been there since what? Two thousand six, two thousand seven, seven. I always get that confused because I always hired in 06, coached in 07. That's right, right. Uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, the fact of the matter is, if you if they're going to be there long, if he's going to be there long enough, I mean. He's going to win as as many as times as he can before he retires, before he gets too old. Yeah, but I, I'm just saying, like, a part of that is Alabama. Part of it is also it's become an arm race to see who can knock off Alabama. And there's one other stat I want to bring up from the past 11 years now. Yes, the SEC is 71-48 and 48 in bowl games. Yes, you can dance on the grave of Auburn, Mississippi State, Mizzou, and Florida. However, the SEC is 71-0 in bowl games they care about. That, 
That's such a loaded statistic. What do you mean care about? It's either they're a bowl game or the CFP slash national championship. There's, yeah, that's, and that's though, such a fucking loaded statement, Kevin. No, you either have to have an Eddie, incredibly fine detailed uh, specification on that or just I don't want to hear it. Any, any bowl game the SEC loses, they didn't care. Oh, for God's sakes. This is this is why it's in, this is why you're not liked many places. Like the 2010 season, I believe it was. Uh, Alabama played Utah. Alabama didn't care. They they weren't competing for a national championship, so they're like, "Fuck this, we don't care." AJ McCarron, you're kind of a dick, so we're not going to block for you. I, I no, I'm not. I'm not. I'm. I will not accept that logic. You don't I, have to accept it. McCarron was a dick or not, I don't care. That's that's that is. It's fact. Yeah, and uh, UCF is national championship champions every year uh, because they declared it. That's the craziest year, though. I love bringing this up. Alabama was the national champion in every year, except in two states. Yeah. Oh, Florida, was it this year? Because, well, in 2017, Florida, because uh, DeSantis, I think, was still the governor then. Just passed a law, not a law, but wrote like a resolution, like Florida is the national champion in this state. <laughs> and then Auburn won the Iron Bowl that year, so they declared themselves state champions. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So 48 out of the 50 states, Alabama was national champion. <laughs> can we do, can we just like put in a little uh, asterisk and just say the lower 48 or upper 48? Fair. I'm okay with it. Uh, All right. Now, now that I'm done going through mental gymnastics here, uh, bowl season's weird because it can either give hope for next season or just shatter any confidence someone has in their team, which I don't agree with most of the time. I mean, bowl games from one year to the next don't really matter. A team could get blown out in their bowl game, have a new quarterback come in and just go on a run and win a natty. But I am curious, are there any teams that you're kind of looking at like, oh, they had a bad year, but they're going to bounce back next year, and I'm looking at the bowl game to see if that's true, or, oh, they had a disappointing year, and then they got smacked around their bowl game, and I don't see any hope on the horizon. Um, not, not really. I, I think, actually, okay, there are two games, I think that stand out to me more than the rest. UAB versus BYU. And uh, this is this one isn't quite the same because technically uh, they are, well, it's Army. I'm going to say that now. It's Army. Because I, I think Army is one of those, it, it, it's, yes, I understand that they have a really good coach. They've had a really good year. You know, it, it's it's helpful, but they don't, the army's not like when I say recruiting, recruiting in the college football sense. They recruit differently, you know. They they have yeah. their officers. They're going into the military. Uh, there are special exceptions, you know, for them to to you know ditch West Point or Annapolis uh, for them to go play football. So they have a totally different you know sort of scheme. Whereas I don't see 
you know, Army can go from a great season to a terrible season in the blink of an eye because their players aren't, that's not their central goal, right? It's not football. It's, you know, joining the Army, becoming an officer, you know, serving the country, which I, you know, hats off to you that you're also not too shabby at football is nothing to slouch at. The other team I'm kind of shocked at is BYU because they were incredibly consistent all year. And I know that the game was only a three point difference. It was 31, uh, 28 to UAB. But I think, I think that BYU should have won that game. I know I picked them, um, a few weeks back to, to win, uh, or excuse me, I picked, uh, UAB to upset BYU, but I think that that loss is fairly detrimental to them because they're looking at it. They're like, we can't even beat UAB in a bowl game where we're, you know, undoubtedly the better team for based on the year. So that's kind of tough for them. Fair. Uh, part of the reason I have the cheese ball in the background is I want to see how Clemson does because oh, true. this is the first time Dabo's lost both coordinators that Brent Venables has been there since the start, really. And he goes to Oklahoma. Their offense coordinator leaves. They still have fucking DJ at quarterback. I'm. I don't know if if Clemson's gonna have a bounce back year next year. I think this might be the Clemson that we see at least for the next couple of years. Yeah. I don't want to call it the end of Clemson's run because I do think eventually you know they'll they'll find some better quarter. There's some new coordinators. They'll get a better quarterback. And I mean it's six to three right now. If they blew out Iowa State, even though Iowa State's not great, I'd go, yeah, well, maybe this was a down year. But I'm reading a lot into this bowl game, even though I just said uh, bowl games don't really matter. It matters in this sense because it's Clemson. matters in this sense because it backs up my point. Yeah. And I had another team that I was going to say. Oh, I'm – Well, what was the team? Kind of blank right now. I'm I'm really interested though to see how Pitt does. Honestly, good point. They they just won the ACC for the first time ever. Their quarterback's leaving because he's a super duper senior. He's been there for like six years. They do have his replacement in. They got Keaton Slovis out of the transfer portal. I think Pitt has a really good chance to win the ACC again next year. But I'm very curious how the rest of the team will look if, say, it's late in the game and they put in Slovis. Oh, they can't because he's not on the team yet. If they put in another quarterback that's not named Kenny Heisman and see how the team does. If it's a blowout either way, uh, Pickett said, hey, I'll play like a half because I've been here for six years, but I, I want to make sure I'm healthy for the draft, yada, yada. So that's those are pretty the two teams that I'm looking at right now, both in the ACC, which is weird. I don't watch that much ACC football. And also, if Marcus Freeman can win their bowl, Notre Dame's bowl game against Oklahoma State, he will do something that Brian Kelly never did. He will win a New Year's Six Bowl. Brian Kelly was like 0-5 in those. So. Damn. so go Notre Dame, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe uh, I'm saying it, but go to <laughs> I mentality right now. I am shocked I said it. But uh, the reason we took off last week and not this week was the cultural playoff kicks off this weekend. Uh, Bama's at 3.30 on Friday, and I think – or Bama says now 3.30 on Friday. And I think Georgia-Michigan is also Friday. 
Yeah, it's seven thirty, isn't it? I knew it was seven thirty. I didn't know if it. Yeah, that's also on Friday. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. Um, I, I'm excited for these games. We'll get into our picks in a second, but I want to know. I had some thoughts. Who's a guy on every team that kind of has to step up? And I don't mean the star players. I don't mean, you know, Bryce Young. That's an easy answer. Bryce Young needs to have a good game. And he, or Aiden Hutchinson needs to have a good game. I'm talking about the other guys. I'll, we'll just go team at a time. For me, for Alabama, it's Brian Robinson and Jace McClellan. I know I said one, but I'm going to go with two. Or is McClellan still out? I know Brian Robinson, the, ru- the running backs just need to step up, really. If you can get the ground game going and couple it with that passing attack, the game's going to be easy for Alabama. Ken, who, who on Alabama needs to step up to make the game easy? You know, I I was thinking about this, and I was trying to, like, look through that, you know, who's the who's the second or third, even third string, whatever, uh, possibility that you could get into that game and i have made the executive decision to ignore alabama because i don't really care uh and i want them to lose i will tell you uh, never i will tell you however who on cincinnati should set up and i know i'm not talking about ritter or you know whomever well i mean it's just really ritter is like the big name there but their wide receiving core uh pierce scott Tucker, you know, all have uh, had, you know, 25 plus receptions, 400 plus yards on the season, decent amount of TVs. I would love, love, love for those three guys. uh, Well, first of all, for the offensive line to protect Ritter as much as possible. For them to get uh, isolate Anderson on the other side of the ball and, you know, get a couple of long balls in early and try and beat their TVs to just have to, to put some pressure on them, like force them to force them back in their protections, make them go one-on-one, do whatever you can to, to kind of upset their, uh, Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over 80 casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible. Signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22 shopify.com slash free 22. They're uh, secondary. Uh, so those three guys, I think will be instrumental in Cincinnati 
uh, at least competing with Alabama. That's fair. I mean, I don't think you can really isolate Will Anderson with Christian Harris, Robert Mathis, and uh, Henry Tuoto, but that's fair. The offensive line does need to play a great game. I'm looking at the cornerbacks on on Cincinnati. I think Kobe Bryant and Ahmad Gardner need to have the greatest game of football that not just they've played, that anyone has ever played. I know Mechie's out, but Jameson Williams was a Bletnikoff finalist. He's probably going to be a first-round pick. Dude's a blazer, and they need to come in with their A game if they want any chance of slowing him down. And next up, we'll just go to the uh, whichever bowl game there. The Orange Bowl. I hate how the bowl games move around all the time for the playoffs. Um, for, Mich- for Michigan, it has to be Cade McNamara. He, he needs to have a uncaden McNamara-ish game. They can't necessarily rely on their running game the entire time. Cade McNamara needs to make throws and make throws often. And I don't know if he can do it. If he can, I like Michigan's chances in this game. I I would have to agree with you, actually, because uh, it's, it's one of those situations where... Uh, Maybe, maybe this sounds wrong, but both of these teams can sort of rely on their defenses. Uh, and so I think it'll really be up to the run game and the passing game and the accuracy of the throws, especially from McNamara, to to make sure that he gets, gets his receivers. And again, all of this starts at the offensive line. So every offensive line needs to make huge contributions, like pass like your or pass protect or whatever, like your uh, your NFL draft depends on it, quite literally. Fair. Uh, what about Georgia? Georgia? Okay, so the big... So there's there's some debate about Jordan Davis, right? Is he an all... You know, I, I, think, I think you're not necessarily, you know, huge on him. You know, he's just a kind of a run stopper sort of situation. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that was your your uh, main uh, stay about him a few weeks ago. Um, no, I can tell you what my main issue with him was. Okay, yeah, yeah. He's a fat fuck who can't stay on the field for more than three snaps at a time. Okay, so totally agreed. Totally agreed, right? But what I would love to see is have hit and and you know if you go look up his stats right if you go i think uh right oh shoot i've lost it his stats weren't that good this year right 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 so yeah he has uh two sacks um you know 14 uh tackles uh you know no interceptions no forced fumbles no nothing what i would love to see more than anything out of him is serious impact either pressure or a huge number of tackles from runs up the middle or whatever i'd love to see him work sidelines i know he's a big guy i know he can't stay on you know every single play i understand that but i would love to see for him to either increase his draft stock i mean it's probably all fairly high he's a big dude and if you try and run at him he's going to tackle you but I would love to see him do really well against the um, Michigan offensive line. 
Fair. I was actually going to bring up Jordan Davis, but I'll I'll switch it up so we're not saying the same thing. Uh, I need Stetson Bennett to actually play good football. They're going to have to – they had to rely on him in the SEC championship game. Couldn't do it. They're going to have to rely on him in the cultural playoff. If he's able to do it, I think Georgia's chances are a lot better than they are looking like right now. Now, it, there's also concern if he sucks right at the gate, are you going to rush JT Daniels back? That His health is a concern. I'm pretty sure they said he'd dress but wouldn't be starting. And then also George Pickens needs to have more than two receptions. <laughs> I mean, with a name like Pickens, yeah. <laughs> and that might be partially on Stetson Bennett not giving him the ball as much as he would like, but it it's a problem. It was a problem in the SEC championship game, and they they need to get that offense going somehow. They can't rely on I mean, they had they give up six point nine points per game going into the SEC championship. Now that average is up to nine point five. If the defense isn't getting it done, I don't trust George's offense to carry I, the load. I, I agree with you. And and during the SEC uh, championship game, it, I agree. Uh, sentiment was not great, but what I think is is good for both uh, George's offense and George's hopes in general is the kind of um, mentality that Denson Bennett should have going into this game, or at least going, you know, if not at least into the Michigan game, you know, if they once, if they win that and then go on to the national championship, which will they will inevitably be facing Alabama, the confidence level, the kind of revenge aspect of it, as well as his uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Todd Mankin, or Monken, excuse me, uh, he, he's quoted here by saying, there is no doubt in my mind that we can win a championship, and there is no doubt in my mind that we can win the national championship with Stenson Bennett. I think the confidence from the coaching staff, especially from the offense coordinator, hopefully from the coach as well, or the head coach as well, is is enough to get Stenson Bennett in the right mindset to produce play after play for the next two games. You know, if he has a slip up here, whatever, shake it off, get back in, focus on what, on the next assignment. And if he has that sort of mentality, I believe Georgia will be a threat uh, come come national championship. Okay, fair. Uh, well, we just talked about keys to the game. Do you want to get into some game picks now, Kiernan? Let's fucking do it. We'll do the cultural playoffs after we do the other bowl games. First up, we're going to do the Peach Bowl. Pitt versus Michigan State. Michigan State is minus 2.5 with a 55.5 over under. It's at Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. Kiernan, who do you have? Um, I, I was a little bit uh, iffy about this because for... Uh, a fan of Penn State that I am. Do I want the in-state rivals to win, or do I want the land grad trophy winners this year to win? Um, and I think I'd rather have the Big Ten, uh, Big Ten uh, camaraderie there. So give me uh, Michigan State uh, to cover the spread. Uh, let's go. I don't know. Thirty-six. Thirty-six. Thirty-one. Michigan State. Okay, we can just pick winners. We're going to do that the rest of the season. Oh, fair enough. All right. I, I wasn't sure if this, like, was, was special. Nope. Just want to let you know we're just going to pick winners, maybe for the national championship. 
to drag on because it'll just be one game. But I'm going to go with Pitt. I think they had a really good year. The team around Kenny Pickett still played really well. I know he's going to get most of the attention. I know I've given him most of the attention. But I, I think Pitt is a really good team. And I think, like I said, they have a chance to win the ACC next year. That starts now. If they can convincingly win the Peach Bowl, they'll be ranked highly going into next year. And then if they win the ACC, they might have a shot at a college football playoff berth. Uh, next up, the Rose Bowl, Utah versus Ohio State. I'm rolling with the Utes on this one. I know C.J. Stroud was a Heisman finalist. I know you have Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson and the other dude whose name I cannot pronounce, so I'm not going to try. I don't care. Their defensive coordinator cannot adjust to the game. That's been a constant issue all season. And I think Utah is going to expose that. Not expose. They're going to take advantage of that. And Ohio State lost to Oregon. I know there was a different team earlier on the year. Utah dominated Oregon in two games this year. I think the Utes are going to go out guns blazing and they're going to beat the Buckeyes. Absolutely agree with you. I think the the confidence uh, definitely coming off the two Oregon wins um, will propel them into another win. And also, I don't know if you noticed, but did you see Utah's unis for this Rose Bowl game? Not, I have not yet. They look clean. And I know that's not a reason to root for a team, but damn, do they look nice they got like the the u u and then like a rose going through it it, it oh it, it, those please look it up fire. i'm looking look it up, up right now uh, no, no no and this is for everyone please look it up they are nice actually just watch the rose bowl game but give me the utes i want to see them crush ohio state not even crush just win i don't even care i say that now and i'm gonna totally regret it it's gonna be a blog fuck oh, oh, yeah, actually, that's fine. actually you know what fuck it let me flip my flip my pick. I'm gonna go Ohio State. Okay, if fair. Right, if I'm right, great. If I'm wrong, even better. You know, I respect it. Uh, next up, we have the Sugar Bowl. Your Big Twelve champions, Baylor, taking on Ole Miss. Uh, Kenan, who do you have? Uh, I want to see Ole Miss. I want to see Ole Miss win. I think. Um, Matt Corral has done great things with the Ole Miss offense, and I think he can easily continue that uh, to breeze past Baylor. I also realized I did not give the spreads of the over-unders to the past two games. Ohio State's minus four and a half with an over-under of 64, and uh, Ole Miss is minus one and a half with an over-under of 55 and a half. I'm going to roll with Ole Miss. I think the lane train stops for no man, and it sure shit ain't stopping for some bears. Uh, next up, we have the Fiesta Bowl, which I always forget is like a premier bowl just because Fiesta is such Fiesta Bowl is such a weird name. But anyway, that's just me being stupid. Uh, Fiesta Bowl, Oklahoma State Cowboys versus the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Notre Dame's minus two and a half with a 45 and a half over under. I'm rolling with the Cowboys on this one. I think they're still upset over losing the Big 12 championship. I think they're going to have a fire let under them. And I st- I don't love Mike Gundy, but I think he's a hell of a coach. Uh, that is a very good point, but I would like to see uh, Notre Dame win after having been shafted by Brian Kelly. 
fair. I I wouldn't. I would be mad for once if Notre Dame won, but I just I don't think it's going to happen. No, that's very fair. I'm just saying. I think. I think. Uh, I, sorry, I've forgotten the name of the new guy. Uh, uh, Notre Dame. Um, uh, Mark Freeman. Thank you. Uh, I would look because, like, uh, this is going back a few weeks uh, when this uh, news was broken that the guys liked Marcus Freeman. They liked getting a guy from in-house. So I think the they're going to play – Notre Dame is going to play super hard for him. And I think going into next season, this is going to be uh, – this is going to be a key factor. Fair. Next up, we have the Cotton Bowl. Alabama take it on Cincinnati. Alabama's minus 13.5 with a 57.5 over under. Kiernan, do I have to ask? No, you do not. There. I also have Alabama winning. I don't Fuck think there's – I think Cincinnati, it's a great story. Every Cinderella, the ball ends at some point. I think that's going to happen in Dallas this week. It, it's going to be a bloodbath. Cincy, you take that two-touchdown spread that they currently have you staked at, you shove it straight up their ass, and you prove to everyone that you deserve to be in the CFP – and I want you to make Alabama suffer like no team has ever suffered before. If a group of five team knocks off the powerhouse, I don't give a fuck if it's the greatest Cinderella story ever told. It is going to feel so sweet having to watch you bitchin' mom. I mean, if they win a fine game, it's if they win, they win. Uh, I will point out this is probably the worst Alabama team we've seen in 20 years. And they're still, I don't give a in Saban's fuck tenure, and they're still the number one team in the fucking country. But... That's fine. That's fair. Uh, next up, we're going to move on to the Orange Bowl. Uh, Georgia taking on Michigan. Uh, Mi- Georgia minus seven and a half here. Over under 45 and a half. Cannon, who do you have? Uh, I'm going to have to go with Georgia because I think that their defense is still is still like number one in the country. I have no doubt that they are, that both of these teams have great defenses. I much prefer uh, Georgia's overall defense. I think it's much stronger. I think the front four is impeccable. Um, And I don't think that Michigan will be able to get, (laughs) I know you guys can't see this, but Saban, uh, Kevin's dog has just jumped up on his lap. Um, Anyway, uh, I think, I think that the Georgia Bulldogs defense will uh, regroup after that loss to Alabama and show them what they're show the country what they're made of. I I agree with everything you said, uh, but I'm rolling with Michigan. That's fair. Alabama couldn't really get the ground game going. It wasn't Brian Robinson was great, but it wasn't consistent as people would like to have seen. And it looked fine against Georgia. I know the numbers don't back it up, but whenever Alabama needed yards, they get them. And I think Hassan Haskins is a really good running back. Uh, you would think that Georgia would be good for all you hear about fucking Snorlax eating up blockers, allowing other guys to make plays. That's why his stats are so... Like, it doesn't matter. I think Michigan has a much better chance in this seven and a half point spread. And I think they're going to prove it. I think Harbaugh is finally going to kill his white whale and make a national championship. Also, this is the game of coaches who blow games, and it's going to be incredible. That is true. 
Yeah, it's it's gonna be who breaks first, really. True. Now, either way, I think if if Georgia wins, Kirby Smart will blow it in the national championship, so it doesn't really matter either way. There's no get. There's no getting it past you, Kevin. Someone's gonna get mad at me saying like, "You really think Kirby Smart blows games worse than Harbaugh?" Yeah, because Kirby Smart blows bigger games in playoffs. <laughs> uh, that's really it for bowl games. Uh, last week we did not go over our picture last week because we did not do well, so we're just not gonna talk about that. Yeah, it's it's like Kevin uh, exclusively ignoring the games that don't matter. That's what we're doing here. Yeah, exactly. We're undefeated we all year. Yeah. We're undefeated all year in picks that we care about. Damn right. We're we're the greatest betters alive. That's what what I'm hearing. Yeah, it's pretty much 100% in the season. That's tough to do. It's tough to do. Not many people have succeeded. No, and we're just we're that good, Ken. Some say we should probably just pick games we only care about. No, that that's not how this works. Yeah, we're we're up there with the ranks of like the card counters in Vegas. I mean, just nail it all the time exactly it's it's scary how good we are uh that's really all we have for this week i mean there there have been some stories but bowl season's kind of taking it up we talked about that a lot karen do you have anything you want to touch on um i did actually and it was it was something that you you had mentioned prior to the prior to this um is the how badly can Cincinnati lose without hurting group of five chances going forward and i want to talk about that because last week when i was on uh i made a special guest appearance on corner booth um uh oh my god uh cruz uh said that they cannot lose by more than 21 points um since he can't and as much as i want cincy to win i do recognize the fact that they are horrifically outmatched in this sort of <laughs> in this sort of game so with all that being said i think that while cruises i had time to think about it because i thought about it after i got off but i think he's actually sort of fair because 21 points is is, a, is three touchdowns and extra points whatever um is, is a three-touchdown score. And I think if Cincy can even score 21 points, it's a victory. It doesn't matter what Alabama has. I think, you know, it's such a wild uh, competition that they're up against Alabama that I really don't I, – I think 21 points is actually fair for that sort of situation. I think if they lose by 21 – it doesn't mean group of five schools should never get in the playoffs again, but I think that's how it w- could be viewed potentially. Right. I'm looking at uh, which game was it? I'm looking at the twenty. Oh yeah, the twenty fifteen Cotton Bowl. That was it. And I talked about the score booth. Alabama played Michigan State, who was the number three in the country at the time. They won by thirty eight points and blanked Michigan State. If we see that then yeah, I think you could make a pretty good argument. See, the talent gap's too big. That's not saying Cincinnati doesn't deserve to be there this year. It doesn't. It's not saying that a group of five school never deserves to be there again, but it will create a massive uphill battle. 
because Cincinnati fans are comparing rosters to going like our, yeah, you have a better quarterback, but our seven are like top 10 guys in each team match up pretty well. Like you have some guys better than us. We have some guys better than you, but you can't compare the top 10 players. There's 22 guys on the field who are starters. And then you also have every other position, every position going to like a fourth string. You have to compare the top 50 guys, and then you'll see a massive talent gap. Yeah, when you only recruit five, four and five stars, I mean, it's, you know, it, 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 the, the, the talent gap between Alabama and a, any group of five school, but, you know, Cincy in this case, is astronomically large. And I don't think enough people appreciate it. And, and to your point, like you said, it's not that they don't deserve to be here, but it's just going to be honestly such a disappointment if they don't do well. You know, and, and they don't even need to win. They don't. Cincinnati in this game does not need to beat Alabama. They do not in order to prove that they belong. They have to keep with Alabama. And if they lose by two touchdowns, you know, or even three, you know, or whatever. I think that that is good enough to prove to prove that group of five schools can not only be there, but for actually for group of five schools going forward, they can say, look what we did. You know, it's it's a it's it, you know, it might be a precedent if they get blown out 60 to nothing. Yeah, that will set a precedent going. Mm, maybe they shouldn't be ranked this high. They haven't done that well. This, that and the other thing. But. Cincinnati does not need uh, does not need to like you know have a fucking show this week and 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 be the best team we've ever seen in the history of college football. They don't. I actually, you know what? I I've thought about it. I want Cincinnati to lose by fifty. Of course you do, because you're a masochist and love torturing other people. Well, also they're the school, the athletic department is like wear black on Saturday. It evokes images of a funeral. Teams have done this before, saying we're wearing black because it's their funeral. No, it's gonna be your fucking funeral. We're gonna bury you. Well, okay. Even if it is their fucking funeral, look, they're prepared. What do you care? I care. Uh, no, you don't. No, you, you don't put, care, Kevin. You, you need you to don't... put some respect on Saban's no. head. <laughs> Fuck off. I also. This is just us gonna talk random shit now. I hate. How all year people are like, oh, this isn't Alabama's year. Like, they suck. This isn't a good team. Bryce Young got blasted during the AM game, like, for the first, during the first half on Twitter. Like, oh, Alabama's going to be lucky to score. Same thing with Auburn. Alabama's going to be lucky to score seven points. And now the team's like, yeah, people have doubted us all year. They're like, you're Alabama. Who's doubted you? Like, the media fucking ass all season. Well, yeah. I mean, but, but that's obvious, though, right? That, that you take the giant. You knock them down a few pegs in the media or whatever, your school's AD. And then, you know, they come out to be the same monster that they've always been. And, you know, everybody goes into the offseason going, eh, yeah, I mean, it's Saban. So, and then just walk away. That It happens every every year since 2007. So just. And you think they'd it, fucking learn. But here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? It's not that they're going to learn. It's that they're going to do it every year until it actually happens. Because then they can say, 
look what happened. And that's all they want to do, Kevin. That's all they want to do. In our hearts, in our hearts, we know. But outside and our personas and how we interact with the world, it's always going to be down with the Giants. Always. And I mean that for both the NFL, the New York Giants. <laughs> no, just kidding. Sorry. No, no, I, of course there. <laughs> I, I don't mean like if Alabama's not playing well, you don't talk about it. That's a big talking point. But then to turn around and go, who doubted you? Like, no one's ever doubted you. You're Alabama. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? I mean, I, they, I'm sure it gets annoying. It does because every, like, two years when they don't win a national championship, you're like, oh, is the dynasty dead? <laughs> they come like back 20... the next year when 56 to 6, and you're just like, oh, no, it's still there. Yeah, it just annoys me. I hate, I, I hate the media for the most part. I, I hate to bring this up to you kevin but you are the media we're doing a podcast we are it on a network too. we're not just two you, guys the only reason i'm here the only reason i'm here kevin is to keep you in check about alabama and i don't even do a good job at that because i have no arguments against it yeah exactly i would also like but we're a podcast on a network so we're not just two guys in our basement uh but <laughs> yeah. no i i agree corporate backing. but i think i think we're a little better than that. I mean, like during the Iron Bowl, we were like, oh, the, I was like, oh, this sucks because we were hanging out. And, but then after the game, we're like, oh, okay, Alabama won. It wasn't as much as I would have liked, but they won. So I, and then we're also not bashing them all year and then going, no one's ever doubted you. I think that's a big difference. Uh, okay, fine. That's my point. And we've also probably talked way too much about people doubting Alabama and people are probably going to comment like no one ever doubted Alabama. You idiot. Um, Kieran, anything else you want to talk about real quick before we go? Uh, no, I, I'm actually, I actually think I'm all set. Okay. Well, that's all I have. So thank you for stopping in. Uh, this episode, as always, is brought to you by Yeats Official. Head over to or Yeats. Head over to YeatsOfficial.com. Promo code Tailgate for ten percent off your order. It's they have some great sunglasses. They're coming out with new ones, and they miraculously have survived a couple of Saban thrashings. Which I have three hundred dollar titanium sunglasses that can't survive Saban. So Yeats is doing something right. So go buy a pair. Go buy a couple pairs. Please give me some money. I made a detour out of the game. And uh, that's it. We'll see you next week. And I will be so happy and Kieran's going to be so sad. Going to vocable fitness to Snooty. Busting raps. With some gold on my body, off my body, off colors, Rossi, I'm sloppy. I treat my luxury scraper like a Bugatti. Lottie, daddy, she like to party off Molly, but Carney let her get naughty. A hottie up in the lobby, she style. She said, Fody Water. Who you about to be? I said, follow me, follow me, follow me, bitch, room 223. You got to pay me, you pay me no attention. That's how I be when you're born and raised in the V the Cali Silicon Valley. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.